0: Welcome to Radio Finance, the podcast that helps you understand the transformative developments taking place in the world today.
1: Uh, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another the Asian Banker Radio Finance session. And today we are very happy and uh, very uh, excited to be speaking with uh, Patrick uh, Chow, uh, the Group President of GoTo Group, uh, the largest technology platform in in Indonesia. And it's the combination of a merger between two e-commerce giant, uh, Gojek, the uh, right-hailing company, and Tokopedia, the e-commerce platform. Could you walk us through some of uh, the priorities uh, that the group has put in place since your public listing?
0: Sure, well, thank you as well for uh, for hosting. Um, I think, as we mentioned, on the Q1 earnings, then the priorities are focused on three areas. Uh, The first first is around high quality, sustainable growth. Uh, The second around path to profitability. And the third is around leveraging our unique ecosystem synergies to accelerate uh, the first two focus areas. So in terms of high quality, sustainable growth, then I think as a result of each of the company's focus areas, uh, and the merger we're now able to service the majority of household consumption uh, primarily focused on the Indonesian market um, and as a result of that you know combined with the resilience of the Indonesian economy combined with very strong gdp per capita growth in indonesia and across the region um you know we're really able to service the digital daily life requirements of our customers that comprise consumers, merchants and driver partners uh, in a way that's been very much accelerated um, by by the pandemic. And so I think you know, that puts us in, in a strong spot because you know, we have the ability to engage in multiple touch points with any given consumer. Um, we're able to serve their digital daily life needs as I mentioned, and yeah. we can do it in a very unique way um, that's quite different from Let's call it a, a standalone or single use case player. So, mm-hmm. if you think about it from the consumer perspective, Boonping, yep. whether you're looking to um, have a ride to work or to a meeting, order food, order groceries, buy your general goods on e-commerce, pay and have that delivered, you know, within one ecosystem, we're able to achieve all of those things. And the way that we've set up the ecosystem allows us to grow. More than one business at a time, right? So for every dollar of investment or every dollar of promotion, you know that concept of multiple engagement points is very strong. So imagine you know buying grocery on Tokopedia, delivered with GoSend, paid by GoPay. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a very powerful way to build a business, um, and I think you know we're a beneficiary of that. I think the second thing is the markets that we operate in. Um, you know, again, Indonesia has been very resilient. I think our focus on the mid-affluent customer uh, during COVID as well as during these even more unprecedented times uh, allows us to be very resilient. You know, that's translated into very strong uh, year-on-year growth uh, at, at the top line, both from a GTV and revenue perspective. Um, so I think that, that that that's that's the first area of focus. I think the second, as you mentioned, is around that path to profitability. And I think we've always been very focused on building an enduring, self-sustaining business, uh, individually and together. And I think if you look back at our roots, you know we've always been the underdogs, right? Bunping? we've uh-huh. never had as much cash on the e-commerce or on-demand side as our peers. So we've always been very focused on a large market like Indonesia. Right. Very, very, very focused in terms of building, you know, product-led innovation. And I think, you know, you've seen that in a a few instances um, or many instances over the course of the last few years that I can get into. But I think what that means in terms of path to profitability is, you know, we can take the ecosystem approach combined with the synergies to be able to continuously optimize uh, while growing the business very meaningfully. So as you mentioned during earnings, you know, both incentives and sales and marketing were able to be optimized uh, quarter on quarter. Uh That resulted in quite meaningful improvements in both contribution margin and EBDOT. So the natural question is, how did we do that, right? So the first is in terms of, you know, with our very large base of users, being able to cross-pollinate more and more by cross-selling and upselling across the on-demand e-commerce and payments use cases. Uh, Secondly, is to be able to leverage the dedicated on-demand fleet that we have from Gojek to mm-hmm. be able to continuously improve uh, the, the delivery experience while making it more cost efficient, uh, and then third is being able to leverage our fintech business, uh, go to financial, to right. improve customer behavior, but as well as improve on conversion and retention. So I think those combination of things uh, will allow us to do and build path to profitability in a very meaningful and differentiated way. Uh, you know, we look forward to investing in that in you know the subsequent quarters. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know we have our our next earnings in uh, in q two, yep uh, around around August and-
1: now, in terms of growing uh, gross transaction value and revenue, uh, you know goTo has uh, demonstrated your ability to do so and it's done very well, growing fifty three percent. and you know um and in terms of uh, growing your user base as well providing you know that' there's one stop, you know or multi-service capability. Um, and in order to further monetize uh, the, the transaction uh, you know, value and your data, uh, one way is through your go-to financials, uh, through financial products with better margins and so on and so forth. Uh, tell us in terms of in in that space, you've introduced uh, uh, buy now pay later, uh, you also you know, bought a um a, bank, which uh, you, you know, aim to turn into a digital bank. Tell us uh, uh, how that will add to the path of profitability, um, specifically for GoTo uh, Financial, uh, how it will help to monetize a lot more of the uh, data and transaction flows.
0: Sure. So GoTo Financial has a few components. Uh, payments is the first. So we have one of the largest consumer payments businesses in Indonesia, uh, especially when integrated with Tokopedia. Which is the market leader by GTV, yeah. um, and that payments business is very powerful because again we have a number of you know very captive use cases to grow and deepen the payments adoption and penetration, which from a digital perspective in Indonesia continues to be quite early, um, especially as it's largely a cash-driven economy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think mean, having captive use cases allows us to build behaviors. Uh, in a very meaningful way, um, and again, very differentiated because you know whether it's grocery or food or rides or commerce, online or offline, then you know you can leverage your wallet to pay for the majority of the things that you need. I think the other differentiation on the consumer side is that you know we've also very recently received our e-wallet license,
1: mm-hmm. so not
0: only can you top up and pay with cash using e-money, but you know increasingly you'll be able to tokenize more of your other payment methods to make digital payments even more seamless and more easy. Um, The second is that, you know, while a lot of our peers focus only on the consumer side, we're also very focused on the merchant side, right? So we have one of the largest payment gateways, cloud POS, disbursement engines, and business solution tools. So you can create uh, a virtuous cycle from both the consumer and the merchant side. And that's important because what you want is to be as ubiquitous as possible for payments mm-hmm. um, so that the merchant becomes your evangelist. And by having digital payments, you know they're able to understand their customer better and be part of that formal digital economy uh, that they wouldn't otherwise have access to if they were not digital. So that's the consumer and the merchant payment side. Now, as you rightfully said, you know with that kind of depth of um, ubiquity, with the captive use cases, we have very powerful credit scoring, and the, the the scoring plus the payments and the captive use cases allow us to bridge to create very powerful uh, financial services products like lending. And you rightfully said, you know, we integrated buy now pay later on Ciklopedia in Q4. Uh, the growth has been quite strong because you know you've got a good mix of both high and low frequency use cases high, medium, and low average order values that caters to buy now, pay later very well. And in the future and in subsequent quarters, you know, you'll see us also launch installment. So the idea being, you, know, you can pay now, you can pay later, or you can pay an installment. Okay. And I think that richness of, of payments and lending you know, lends itself uh, to creating even stronger customer behaviors in captive use cases like e-commerce because it helps increase conversion, it increases uh-huh. retention, frequency and spend per user and all of those things you know are, are very powerful network effects for our business our, our strategy around um, banking I think to be clear you know we own a minority stake in a great partner through bank uh-huh. jago but, yep. you know we by no means have a, a, a banking ambition or banking license um, and I think that relationship is very symbiotic because by combining you know our, our each of our areas of expertise by being able to build you know one of the best joint products, then we can link consumer payments and and merchant payments and fintech with banking. And, you know, we can improve the credit score. We can improve the KYC and product experience. And it creates a very powerful um, funding partnership as well as, you know, financial inclusion partnership.
1: Does it also mean that it, that opened a, the, the opportunity or the possibility of working with more banking partners as well, affording your platform for them to you know, access customers and uh, for you also to access their product and services uh, as well as funding?
0: That's correct. So if you look across the ecosystem, you know we are a marketplace of marketplaces, right? Mm-hmm. On the payment side, we work with almost every payments methodology uh, in country. Um, similarly, with Tokopedia on the fintech side. Um, but what, what you see between us and Jago is it's a very strategic partnership in terms of products, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, knowledge and technology sharing. Um, and I think that digital first DNA that we both have and the sort of progressive nature of the way that we approach um, Customers from a digital perspective really hopes uh, helps sorry to accelerate a lot of that development. So you're right. You know you'll, you'll see us continue to work with many partners. Um, mm-hmm. That's just our DNA. But I think you know that that partnership that we have today with Jago is very strategic to really be able to link the best of fintech uh, and digital banking to create very powerful products for all customers.
1: Now you choose to list in in uh... Jakarta Stock Exchange. Now, uh, given what is happening globally in terms of the technology route, meaning a lot of the technology companies uh, have experienced a dramatic drop in in share prices, especially those uh, listed in the US. Having having, uh, listed at Jakarta Stock Exchange, you are one of the fourth largest uh, capitalized company. Uh, And anyone looking to tap on the growth of uh, Indonesia, but you, you, you're you one of the best bets. Uh, looking back, uh, did that kind of buffer you or uh, in some way from what has been uh, hap- happening to some of your global peers? Correct yeah, I think there, there are
0: two fortunate dynamics about Indonesia, right? I think, as I mentioned, the resilience of the consumer and the economy. Um, so if you look at GDP per capita growth, you look at the stability of FX, look at how the Jakarta composite index has outperformed most major indices, you know, I think that's on the back of the strong foundation that we have in Indonesia. And so whether it's trade surplus, whether it's uh, the approach to FDI um, in conjunction with, you know, the commodity super cycle, right. Um, You know, you're seeing the economy grow at all cylinders. And I think that that creates very powerful dynamics um, and, and very strong customer behavior to support, you know, um, ecosystems like ourselves that, again, are servicing household consumption. Um, I think the second thing is when we went to market, uh, Bunping, a lot of the investors that we spoke to were also our consumers, right? Mm -hmm. So they understood the benefits of the platform separately, but, you know, the compounding effect that you get by combining them and the work that, you know, we've done to integrate them into a very seamless and comprehensive offering uh, over the course of the last year. So, you know, I think that really helped pave the way for for a smooth or as smooth as one can get in this time and successful listing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's been translated in terms of the the, the share price performance that we've seen to date. Um, And I think, you know, our ability to execute on on products um, as well as demonstrate, you know, as we mentioned earlier, the the combination of solid top line growth and Mm -hmm. continuous cost optimization has really helped, you know, in terms of aftermarket. Uh, performance and support.
1: You mentioned earlier in terms of optimizing incentive and marketing. For some of the other uh, peers, for example, have announced like Shopee, uh, C Limited, you know, a cut to their manpower, right? Tester ten percent uh, cut in terms of their human resource. Uh, would you, you know, uh, consider similar? For us, we we all go about it in terms of cost
0: optimization in different ways. Our peers have different methodologies. I think for us, we do it in a few ways. So I think first is the ecosystem approach makes us quite unique in terms of the ability to leverage economies of scale. So as an example, you know, our our our, our on-demand fleet is able to deliver people, packages, food, grocery, et cetera, right? Basically anything physical. So I think you know that high utilization allows us to improve delivery experience and lower the cost per kilometer that can cut across the entire business, which is a, a great benefit that we have um, while maintaining uh, flexibility and consistency of, of earning opportunities for our driver partners. Um, the second is the way we go about doing things like promotion. So as I mentioned, you know, every dollar of promotion or investment can grow more than one business. So that's a unique way that we can uh, gain efficiencies as well. Our focus on value added services also creates um, quite a distinct advantage. So, you know, you're seeing us build and work together with merchants um, to be able to provide, you know, stronger ads services. Um, And as part of that, you know, provide them with more uh, campaigns to grow and manage their business through merchant funded promotions and campaigns. I think that gives us more efficiency as well. Uh And also, you know, because we're only a year into our merger uh, you know, we're working at sort of streamlining operations more and more. And I think that will result in some OPEX uh, cost optimization as well. So okay. those combination of things are, are, are what we're focused on, Boon Ping. I think it's still, you know, quite early days. There's a lot of room for us to continue to optimize there. And that's how we'll be focused in terms of uh, improving the margin and the bottom line.
1: Okay. Uh, g- going back to go to financials and uh, consumer credit, you know, the, the buy-now-pay-later industry has been criticized in terms of unrealistic uh, margins, uh, very aggressive pricing uh, to gain market share that's driving down profitability. Um, How how do you optimize that business, Um, also considering that you just started it, uh, in order to grow and uh, be sustainably profitable at the same time?
0: You know, again, with the number of captive use cases that we have, our ability to serve the majority of um, customers' digital daily lives and household consumption is very strong. So I think therefore it creates, you know, a powerful propensity to be able to have customers repay for any kinds of lending products that they take. I think that's bolstered by a credit score that is very rich and data-driven. That's quite differentiated from other players. And then I think those combination of things plus our thoughtful approach will allow us to build this very meaningfully for the long term um, in a a very self-sustainable way. Building lending and fintech helps do two things. I think first, in and of itself, it can be a very powerful uh, revenue engine. But the second thing is because it is an enabler of customer behavior in every use case that also creates its own powerful network effects, right?
1: Do you see margin improving? uh, You know, globally, interest rates is going up. Uh, Feds has increased, you know, the Fed's fund rate by 75 basis point recently. Um, How is the inflation condition or the wider financial conditions in in Indonesia, in Southeast Asia? You know, there's been some uh, shocks, right? Uh, Supply chain. uh, But in in, in a way, Indonesia seems to have kind of uh, being a beneficiary in terms of some of the commodity demands and uh, pricing increasing, that has kind of uh, benefited uh, uh, suppliers, right, in Indonesia. Uh, do, do you see um, rates going up, margin improving, and to that uh, uh, to that extent, uh, aiding your margin for, for some of these financial services that you'll be providing?
0: Indonesia has been quite resilient. So again, if you look at FX, um, if you look at the trade surplus and a number of other uh, macroeconomic factors, you know, we have benefited from resilience. Um, I think, you know, with what the government's done around uh, the fuel subsidy um, and and strategic moves to help control food prices, that's created more stability than, say, other uh, economies around the world. And I think, you know, our customers are able to benefit from that. Um, I think our job as as an uh, enabler and our mission to empower progress means that, you know, we need to keep a very close finger on the pulse of each customer, whether that be a consumer, merchant or driver partner. Um, And so the way that we go about building our value added services, including the lending business, means that, you know, it needs to factor in the the inflationary um, dynamics at any given time. It needs to factor in, you know, the margin of merchants. It needs to factor in consumer confidence, and I think you know we'll tweak um, the the, the uh, economics at any given time to accommodate all of those things. And we also do it in a very personalized way, right, Bloomberg. It's like you know, different customers will have uh, will have different experiences depending on you know their credit score um, and, and and their general customer behavior. But I think in general, you know, it, it, it will be a key consideration for how we, we factor in um, and how we factor in rates, how we go about building the fintech business. Um, but again, you know, we'll be able to provide a bit more detail on that in subsequent quarters.
1: How, how do you see the competitive space um, uh, there, there, in terms of coming from peers like yourself, digital ecosystem? They are working with partners, you know, having the same goal as you going bigger, you know, being more ubiquitous. Um, and uh, the, the kind of former banking uh, system as well. We, we see now a lot of bigger banks buying smaller banks and you know, wanting to be you know, digital uh, players themselves.
0: We have the, the, the good fortune and benefit of serving the majority of household consumption. I think our peers can serve a subset of that. So their ability to cover what we can um, is, is, is more limited. I okay. think the second is with all those captive use cases, you know, it gives us a very powerful foundation to build a meaningful ecosystem uh, and and fintech business generally. So I think those combination of things make us quite differentiated. Um, In terms of competition, then I think, you know, this is quite a healthy time for the industry. You know, all the major peers in our region and around the world have very clearly pointed to, you know, a focus on path to profitability, doing that in a more accelerated and thoughtful manner. So I think this gives us a very uh, big opportunity to be able to accelerate our, our existing plans um, and do so at the same time um, as, as, as the markets and our competitors, but again, in our own differentiated
1: way. Do you see the Indonesian uh, financial uh, space moving more towards now? There's a lot of use of uh, open API, you know, ecosystem building and so on and so forth. You are a dominant player. How kind of know, uh, uh, open are you in, in terms of moving towards you know, this direction? Open banking ecosystem and potentially you know uh, sharing some of this valuable data that you hold with uh, some of the, some of your peers and some of the smaller players that you know uh, want to be in the same spot that you are in now.
0: You know, we we are partnership driven mm. uh, ecosystem, and each of the platforms that we operate in have the same DNA, right? So when yeah. you talk about open APIs, you know, that, that, that's how we've been operating, um, you know, for the past 10 plus years. So whether it's on the logistics side or payment side or the FinTech marketplace that we built at Tokopedia, you know, that, that, that's part of our, our foundation and our DNA. Um, I think when it pertains specifically to data, it's very important that we protect our, our customers' data um, and, and align with the PII and sort of cyber and data uh, mm-hmm. regulation. So I think that's something that we're very thoughtful about, and that you know we continuously engage uh, with the relevant stakeholders on to ensure that we're on the right side. If players want to come and provide services to our customers, I think you know they are able to leverage, you know, our, uh, c- our credit score. You know, they can bolster that with their own unique sets of data, and I think that provides a very powerful opportunity.
1: And and in terms of the treatment by the regulators, that there's also greater kind of uh, equity. Between, uh, incumbent players and and, and uh, startup or fintechs. Uh, I mean, I can't.
0: I really can't comment on, tax of individual companies in the sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what I can say is that you know the 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 government, and the regulators have been very progressive, in terms of building the right frameworks to support you know, companies in the fintech space, including ourselves. Um, I think the experimental sandboxes that they've built mm. um, to really promote and encourage innovation um, has been very productive, um, and I think you know everything that you know we're we're doing in conjunction with them um, has 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 been uh, has been quite effective. So you know I think the environment that we're operating in is, is is very productive.
1: Final question in terms of this focus on quality growth and a clear path to profitability. Um, how would that impact your regional business? You have big businesses in Singapore, Vietnam. Does it mean a greater focus in market where you're more dominant, meaning back in in, Indonesia? Um, How would you continue to uh, invest in um, the other markets, Singapore, Vietnam?
0: And we mentioned this during earnings in terms of continuing to focus on Indonesia and double down in that market. Number one, to your point, we have market leadership. Mm -hmm. Number two, digital penetration in each of our major use cases across on-demand, e-commerce, and fintech uh, continues to be um, in the early stage but is at a level of maturity where we can build a very strong scalability and self-sustainability. So It it makes a lot of sense to go deep and broad in the Indonesian market and to focus on the Indonesian customer. Um, In terms of Markets outside of Indonesia, you know, we see Singapore and Vietnam as being very um, big markets with potential for the long term. And, you know, so we'll continue to invest there. But again, the primary focus will be on Indonesia. Those other markets are more for the long term. Now, that being said, you know, you've also see us be very um, disciplined. So for markets where, you know, we didn't see the same kind of um, opportunity or ROI, and, you know, we divested them uh, back in uh, in 2021, uh, including our Thailand business. Um, you know, so we'll continuously evaluate the businesses and the, the companies that we operate in the portfolio that we have. Uh, you know, to to really uh, orient ourselves around that quality, sustainable growth, and that path to profitability.
1: As you are going on a uh, kind of sustainable growth path and uh, a path towards profitability, does it necessarily exclude? Uh the potential for acquisition for greater, even greater efficiency economies. I mean, we, we
0: did come off the back of, uh, of quite a significant oh, yeah. merger, right? Merger. And it, it's yeah. only been, you know, uh, a year plus. So our focus should be there. I think opportunistically, as we see opportunities, then, you know, to the extent it, it bolsters our, our ability to uh, accelerate path to profitability. And that quality, sustainable growth, and you know, it's it's certainly something that we'll look at and evaluate very thoughtfully. Um, so I think it goes around, you know, doing things that that help support the key focus areas we talked about at the top of the hour, um, mm-hmm. and that should be the focus, whether it's you know M and A or, or or sort of more organic strategic opportunities.
1: Thank you, Patrick, for spending time with us and uh, for your insights. Thank you, Bunpeng. Thank you for Thank the time. You so much.
0: Listening to Radio Finance. For more content, visit the Asian Banker website and follow us on social media.